wrestling in movies that doesn't involve wrestlers. I used to do bad movie reviews on this podcast with just wrestlers because I wanted wrestlers to be able to be actors and actors to be able to become wrestlers. But I never focused on the other side of that, of actors becoming wrestlers. So this week, I'm going to break down a match in a movie that you might not think is a match, but I'm here to tell you this is a wrestling match in a movie. It plays like an old school territory match. This is George of the Jungle versus the Lion. Okay, so like I said in the intro, this does kind of play like a old school territory squash match. You're trying to put over your super face and get the crowd to really, really love him. So what you have to do is you bring in the lion to attack Ursula Stanhope in the jungle when she's pretty well by herself because her fiance takes off as soon as he sees a lion because he's a coward. Then George makes his huge dynamic face entrance, which is shades of Hogan, shades of Shawn Michaels on a zip line. There's so many things that this is like that he just doesn't get the respect he deserves for being a great, great, great face. Now, I'm also watching this along as I do this podcast. So if there's some points that I stop or breathe or kind of just pay attention to what's going on in the three minutes and 30 second squash match that we're about to watch together, um, give me a break because I think that this needs to happen. And I think that we can go ahead and give George his just desserts for being a pretty mad, decent wrestler for having almost no experience and being raised in the jungle by silverback gorillas. So I just want to go ahead and put that out there first before this even starts. We've got a, a lion and we've got George. Okay, so the lion makes his entrance first. And jo and Ursula's obviously scared because a lion in the jungle versus a, you know, 135-pound girl, pretty terrifying. I mean, I'd probably be terrified as a 220-pound man. I got to run. But, you know, you're backed into a tree. What are you going to do? How do you, how do you fight against a lion? And he's looking real scary. He's putting his teeth out. He's doing a little eyes, lion eyes, rawr, you know? She's saying, oh, no, what do I do? And in comes your super face, swinging in on a vine. Who is it? None other than oh, George of the Jungle. Swings in, immediately smacks a tree. Bow! Just like a face. You, you grow to love him maybe through comedy. That might be the way you love a face. Or maybe because he's really honorable and dynamic because he's going to defend this young lady from a lion. So... Runs into a tree, falls all the way down the tree, hits his nads on a tree branch. Boom. Ow. Gotta hurt, right? So you think he's done for, but he rolls off the back of the lion. Gotta hurt when you land on the back of your heel. Your heel's got to be in a little pain, starting off nicely. All right. They're feeling each other out. Circling. 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 The lion's ready to pounce. He says, this is just a man. Like, what am I? He's going to beat me up? Oh, hell no. So lion pounces. George moves out of the way. Gives him the old Samoa Joe. Oh, you missed me. Then he's ready for it around two. Lion comes again for a tackle. Oh, gets him right in the stone cold tackle. The classic. Oh, hell yeah. Breathing all in his face. Beer breath. Oh, yeah. So George rolls him over. All right, he's like, now we're playing. All right, Lion smacks him in the face, which is not typically something that Lions do. Then George gives him a sock in the mouth. Oh, he's running towards the tree. Oh, off the ropes and or tree. Gives him a clothesline, which he calls a uh, flying pile driver, which I don't know, again, if that was just they just told him the wrong thing when they raised him in the jungle. He's now got him in a torture rack and spinning him in a circle. Okay, that's a move that only he could do. And he's a face. He's posing. 
The crowd's cheering. Everybody loves it. He's super, super over, by the way. George might be the most over face we've ever seen. All right, gives him a body, uh, an F5 and then a uh, flying elbow drop. Wow, George is all right, man. And then he runs him, throws him out of the ring, and you think the lion's over with here because George just decimated him with three or four power moves back to back to back to back. But, okay, here comes the lion for round two. He thinks Ursula is by herself again. And he runs out to attack him again. And George swings in and makes the exit with the girl like a true face does. And then once again hits a tree. Man, what a three minute and 30 second match that was. Now, if you're looking for great spots and, you know, some real, real barn burners, some Bret Hart, um, British Bulldog, SummerSlam match stuff, this is not the most technical of matches. But if you're okay with a face just doing what a face does, then you should really, really like this match. So as far as we go, I think it qualifies as a wrestling match if there's at least two or three wrestling moves done in the match. And he also kind of uses the tree as its own little ropes. He's running the ropes. This is a total wrestling match. It needed to be reviewed. And I'm not going to be crazy. Like, I'm not going to sit here and like, you know lie and pretend like matches are better than they are because that's just not what i'm about i'm an honest guy i'm straightforward like george of the jungle is there's a lot of honor in these bones so what i'm going to tell you is this is a two out of five not great but if you're trying to get your face over and you've got a five minute time slot on a tv show in 1979 this is how you do it i don't have a lot of time let me put my boy out there let me show what he can do. Let me get him over a little bit. Make him make some memories with the crowd where they like him. George is over. And this is booked the right way for the movie. That's what you want. You want people to love George. You want George to be the hero of the story while Doofy Lyle, the fiance, is the asshole. That's how we do it. And we can even turn face later on in the movie and we can bring the lion back in because now the lion owes you a favor because you spared him. So we work like that. The heel turns face and then he works with George later on in the movie because George is that polarizing. Wrestling is everywhere, man. Open your eyes and you can see it. Now a word from our sponsors. Whether you're new in town or been here for a while, we'd really appreciate it if you took a moment to show us some love. From liking and subscribing on YouTube to leaving a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, anything and everything helps. You can also interact with us on Facebook and YouTube's community tab. We want your feedback for future episodes. Just search for Jada Rasslin on your favorite platform and let us know your thoughts. Last but not least, we have merch for sale on ProWrestlingTees.com. Taylor, as we know, the NFL is back, and originally I wanted to talk about the idea of WWE doing a seasonal format. I, the only problem is, right, I can argue for it and against it, and then I don't really know what stance I want to take, but I thought a little about it a little bit more, right? And I don't want to talk about a seasonal format, but I do want to take an element of the NFL 
and implement it into professional wrestling, specifically WWE. And we've seen it within WWE before. And that's the whole like conference thing, right? In the NFL, we have the NFC and the AFC. And that's how we get to the Super Bowl. That's how we determine the biggest show of them all, right? And we could use that to set up WrestleMania going forward. And the thing is, WWE used to do it. Once WCW died and WWE acquired it, they had to build competition within themselves. Hence the brand wars, hence SmackDown versus Raw. And I don't know about you, but for me, that was a very big part of my wrestling history, like what I grew up watching. And it was so captivating. And the stories wrote themselves because you could have people just put together last minute and as long as they were from Raw and SmackDown competing on a or co-branded show, there was a storyline there. There was a reason for them to be fighting. They were fighting for their brands. More importantly, the WWE draft was must-watch television. No matter what, when I knew the draft was coming, I was watching because I wanted to know who I'd be seeing on Mondays or who I'd be seeing on Thursdays, Fridays, whatever day SmackDown laid on, right? It was the hottest show on TV. And it got to a point where they stopped caring as much. And I understand we got the Super Show format after a while they were testing the waters but here we are now back in a situation where raw and smackdown are supposedly individual rosters yet we really don't see any turmoil between the two rosters and if we were to do this today it could be better than it ever was if you think about it the biggest problem with wwe having two split brands back then is they tried to uh have Raw have its own pay-per-views and SmackDown have its own pay-per-views. And they had to rely on each brand, so to speak, having enough draw to actually sustain pay-per-view purchases, right? So, like, sometimes Raw's numbers weren't great for pay-per-view or SmackDown, so they really had to rely heavily on the co-branded shows to get the most bang for their buck. But that's not how it works anymore, right? It's all on Peacock. You're telling me you can't have SmackDown do an individual premium live event and do enough streams on Peacock to say, hey, this is worth it? Not to mention, if you want to maximize your money as far as TV deals go, you really want Fox bidding for SmackDown or USA bidding for Raw? Hell, any other thing. You want Disney to come into the picture? Why don't you have all of these, or why don't, why don't you have SmackDown and Raw doing individual shows on Peacock showcasing that each show brings something different to the table? You want to focus on sports entertainment fans? Do that in your three hours on USA. And then you want to come back and actually focus on the pure wrestling enthusiasts that we tend to hit with NXT? Give it. Give that to them with SmackDown like you used to. It, there was an avenue to please everyone and i don't think we're fully taking advantage of it that's not to like dismiss what wwe's been doing these days but that is my rant so far i see you want to jump in here though taylor i think this is so interesting that you just went on a soapbox for 15 minutes and explained exactly what AEW has done for the last two months with collision that's the whole point of what they did on adding a saturday show is they're like okay we've got this show over here which is full of 
spots and carny bullshit and not don't get me wrong i'm a bigger fan of the bucks than almost anybody in the world but like they have a style of wrestling and a niche audience and then you have collision which is more wrestling based and then you have rampage which is made for quick matches and it's an hour show so let's get it out of the way and keep moving it's kind of the same idea that you just explained, but I don't think WWE is that far removed from a split brand persona because they're still doing things with, okay, how are we going to get Cody back to Roman? You know what I mean? Okay, we'll bring Jay over here, and then we'll make a trade, and we'll send Cody over there, and all this bullshit that's going to for sure happen. 